Hello everybody, Richard Hart here with a beautiful Playboy model and her friend. We got two for the price of one. What's going on? I'll let you run it from here. <laughs> oh cute, hello. Yes, the Playboy model's name is Lacey. And, and her friend and photographer. <laughs> I know, yeah, it should pick back up. I got, it should be back live again. Yeah, I, I like, oh, there you are. yeah, I made everything better because I was dropping sh frames. Should be better now. That's All right, so what's up everybody? <laughs> You guys have got a professional looking setup there with your sure SM5B mics and such. Nice. Oh, you got the same ones. Yeah. We all copied Joe Rogan. Yeah. We're like, hey, Joe Rogan did good with these, so let's run with it. <laughs> Do you listen to his podcast a lot? I used to listen to it more, but then he just says all the same stuff constantly. And then you're like, I learned this guy. Like, I could do Joe Rogan now. He doesn't need to be there. I could just do him. So if you like <laughs> apes, saltwater tank, weed, MMA, keto bells keto diet <laughs> you know you're just like yeah i got it man i i I've, and shooting things with arrows and elk meat we're good i got joe rogan figured out you know so he has yeah. to have like a really good <laughs> guest like he recently had this dude majid nawaz on there who his name sucked so i just never wanted to listen to him so like sam harris is like a smart like science dude brain science guy and then uh yeah. you know he, he like teamed up with him to like try and improve islam or whatever and I was just like, Majid Nawaz, his name is too weird. That sucks. So never read a book by its cover. Guy's actually really cool. Smart dude, right? So he had an interview with him and they went over like how the government's trying to control our money and your money won't even be able to buy food unless the government approves it. Like you can buy this food and not that food. Just like oh, wow. crazy real. Yeah, people don't realize it. Like central bank digital currencies are coming to take the little bit of freedom you have left away from you. So you, your money oh, okay. won't be money anymore. Like, like, for instance, in Canada, the truckers tried to perform a peaceful protest and people that tried to buy them like lunch had their, their accounts frozen. So <laughs> like, and that's Canada. That's not like an authoritarian regime. Usually it's, it's just wild. Like things are going crazy oh, out there. Wow. Yeah. So well, Majid Nawaz, I would love to have a live stream with, if you ever see the dude. Okay. I'll oh. see him. Well, speaking yep. of crypto, before we start talking about things like that, can you dumb it down for us? Yeah, I can if you want. Sure. That, maybe dumb it down one more time. We yeah, I can do that. To, to preface this, we would love to talk about crypto, what you're doing, yeah, the sure. launch of Pulse coming up, but we also really want to get to know you. All right. Weird. Fine. So, yes. <laughs> I don't know why anyone cares about me, but down. okay. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. What do you guys want to know? What do you want to talk about? I'll talk about anything. I like talking. Okay. So well, what is it? What is crypto on a dumb scale? Oh, sure. And what is the importance of it going oh. into the future? So basically everyone sacrifices all of the time of their life for pieces of paper with dead people on them. And they never really think about why they do that. And so everyone's life is chasing the Benjamins. If you foreign viewers, a Benjamin is Benjamin Franklin. He's on the $100 bill. I think he's in the hundred might be on the 50. I can't remember. I think it's a hundred. Um, and so it's, it's, it's odd that the purchasing power of your money keeps being stolen from you every year. So if you saved a hundred dollars 20 years ago, now you've maybe got half left because it's worth nothing. You can't buy anything with it. And so why could you buy a cheeseburger for 10 or 20 cents way back when for McDonald's and now it's a dollar 20, dollar 30, why is it 10 times more expensive? Because they keep printing the money out of thin air, like a joke. So no one needs your money that you worked hard for when they can go get the new printed out of thin air money from the government. And so the government is stealing your money from you 
but they're not stealing the units, they're stealing the purchasing power. So they're instead of taking okay. away your units, taking away your currency out of your pocket, they're inflating the prices and making it so that you can't buy anything. So instead of taking your money, they're raising the prices by just printing money. And this is disgusting okay. because you're literally stealing from people. And the people that are hurt the most by this are people that have fixed income, people that are retired, people that are injured, people that uh, are on social security. You know, they it's very hard for them to increase the amount of money that they make to try and survive. And now they can't afford to eat or get gas. And then the government is like, oh, we can't just print thin money out of, you know, you can't just print money out of thin air and hand it to people. It's literally just sending people checks. There was a theory. Yeah. Economists always said, well, you could, you could do helicopter money to just drop money from helicopters. They did it. Like it's no longer a theory. They actually, the government literally just started sending people checks. And the unfortunate problem is that is it turns everyone into a slave to the government. And God forbid if the government doesn't like you for some reason and the check doesn't come, now you have to die. And America is a lot like that. Wow. Oh, your leg breaks. Yeah. Die. Oh, you're, you know, oh, you need some expensive medicine. Eh, sorry. Die. You know, there's no social medicine. You can get free emergency room, kind of, but that's not the best way to help humans, right? You want to do preventative medicine. You don't want to wait for everything to be an emergency. So... Yeah, America, it's, it's got some problems. One of them is stealing the money from the people by just keeping printing. Now, if you think you've got it bad yeah. in America, they got it worse everywhere else. So in Europe, you know, you used to be able to buy one point, uh, about $1.3 with a euro. Now you can only buy 1.03. So about a third. Mm -hmm. you, so basically, if you're an American, you got like a 40% free extra bonus money to go buy stuff in Europe now because your currency is 40% stronger. And, th and then, like, is that fair? So a guy that lives in America can now outbid a guy that lives in Europe for a house by 40% for no reason. So, so even though the dollar is horrible on its own, it's better than the foreign currencies elsewhere in the world. So, so cryptocurrency solves a lot of these problems. You know, instead, instead yeah. of just the government printing free money all the time and making your money worthless, now you hold something that can't be printed out of thin air. You hold something with a very low inflation rate or sometimes a negative inflation rate, a deflation rate, where it becomes more and more rare and more and more valuable. And then when you save, you're default richer in the future. But if you hold a dollar, you're default poorer in the future. And that sucks, you know? You, you get locked up, hospital, jail, something, you come back, you're poorer. Not because you spent a nickel, but because the prices are also much higher. Wow. This, this Rolex from the yeah. factory was $600,000. Now, to buy it, I paid $1.4 Why does it cost twice the money now? Because everyone has too much money. Like it's, it's stupid. And that, that's okay. They're solving that. They're raising interest rates and now the stock market will go down. House prices will go down. Bitcoin, Ethereum will go down. The prices of everything will go down. Right. Okay, great. Yeah. They're, okay, they're reintroducing I, I, a little bit of purchasing power to your dollar. Okay. I loved this dumbed down version. This makes so much was sense it, to me. Was and it? Did I? I won't. Okay. You did a good job. All right. Thank well, God. I wanted to ask, you're the founder <clears throat> of Hex, which yep. has it's statistically one of the best rate of return coins. It had a 10,000 yep. X within the first two years. Um, multiple people have become millionaires off of it, yep. which actually that's how I came to be connected with you uh, through Travis Peak. You've talked to him. Uh, that's how we got connected. He introduced me to Hex and Pulse Chain. Um, I wanted to know what was your initial why of getting into crypto and creating a coin? Oh. And maybe you just answered it, but <laughs> what made you do this? Well, it was, it was a, 
a series of accidents. So I was rich and retired, self-made millionaire, came from a poor family in 2003. Bitcoin was invented in 2009. So I was already rich, retired millionaire in 2003, traveling the world. And then I basically got addicted to video games and spent all day from when I woke up to when I went to sleep playing video games and reading websites. And so then I had a really strong video card to play video games. It was a, an AMD, well, they didn't own it back then. It was called an ATI uh, 5970. It had like two video cards on a single card and it was really strong. And so back then Bitcoin, you could mine it for free on your computer. You just double click an EXE and it pops up and it starts mining. And then if you have a video card and you know how to set it up, it would like mine super strong. It would be the equivalent of like 50 computers or hundred computers. And I had that. So I was just like, I was reading Reddit and Reddit had a bunch of technological stuff on the front back then. Now it sucks. It sucked less than, um, and I was reading about guys that had like sold their house for Bitcoin when it was a dollar. So I was mining Bitcoin back in March of 2011, uh, at 50 cents a coin, but I was getting 50 Bitcoin at a time. So I'm bragging about having $25 then, but 50 Bitcoin now is $1.5 million. So you, and you would just keep getting those. It might be more like, let me check it. 50 yeah. times 30 K. So yeah, it's 1.5 million. So, and, it, and it's been as high as like three times higher, right? Like Bitcoin was 69 K now it's 30 K. So it's like two and a half times higher. And so if you held it, you made a lot of money. But if you sold it when it 2x'd, you didn't get rich, right? So in crypto, it's funny. It doesn't matter how early you got in. It matters how long you held. Because a lot of guys sold on a double, and then they didn't get to hold it. The six, 690 million percent rise that it's done so far, it's done a 69,000x. No more. It did more. It's done a lot, right? Like So, wow. so then I, I discovered there's a lot of things wrong with it, and I could fix those things and make them better. And so I did. So like Bitcoin pollutes the environment. I've got Pulse Chain, which does not pollute the environment. Bitcoin dumps the price all the time. The price would be way higher if miners weren't selling the coins all the time to pay to buy pollution. And my new coin Pulse Chain, you don't have to sell coins to buy pollution. It's proof of stake. There's no proof of work. So you don't have to blow up the environment to run the consensus network. Yeah, can you explain the pollution and like yeah, sure. the environmental aspects of that? Yeah, so there's this thing called social sexual signaling theory which basically means how do you trust that someone's statement is true? So girls look for resources and guys look for reproduction basically. So how do you know, how do you know that Richard Hart is actually powerful and could help you if he wanted to? He displays gaudy things that are hard to acquire that prove that he has resources. So if I can afford a $2 million watch, imagine what I could do for you if I liked you. And so, uh, other animals like moose do it with big antlers, birds do it with colorful feathers and grooming the area when they're presenting themselves. Fish do that. Yeah, peacocks. Exactly. Peacocks, great example. So it's wasteful, it's useless. And because it's wasteful and useless, you know that they have extra resources. And so what Bitcoin does is it destroys the environment and wastes tons of electricity doing stupid math problems that are totally useless in order to prove that the statement that was made was true. Because if you wasted so much energy to make that statement, it, it made it so that you couldn't make a different statement. And so it, it, it gives you security that what someone said happened really happened. And then as new, each new block is mined, that security gets more and more secure until after six blocks, which on average happens about an hour. You know, there's one every 10 minutes on average. And it's, they vary, right? You can wait three hours for a block sometimes. 
it, it lets you have a certainty about the proof and the reality that you can't get from just trusting people. You know, your bank says that you got money and then you go to spend it and they say no. Your bank says that you got money and then they take it out of your account. And you're like, hey, where'd my money go? Ah, it was a chargeback, you know, we took the money back out. So in normal finance, you don't actually have your money. You just hope that you do. And sometimes they take it back. But in crypto, when you wait six confirmations in Bitcoin, that money is yours and no one can take it back, period. That's it. Ethereum's similar, but it's much faster. You only have to wait maybe 15 minutes. Um, Pulse chain, very similar. Um, so like cryptocurrency not only solves the government stealing all your money from you by making it valueless, by raising prices, by printing it, uh, it also solves middlemen. So if you want to go shop in a store, Visa, MasterCard are getting rich on you. Why? Why are they getting rich on you? Why don't you have the option to interact directly with the merchant? Why is there a middleman? Always a middleman. And there's more and more of them all the time. Cryptocurrency gets rid of those middlemen. It's just you and the other person. It's up. It's open 24 hours a day. It happens seven days a week. You know, if like for instance, you, they cut off uh, WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks exposed the government uh, performing war crimes. They were just blowing up civilians. Guess what? WikiLeaks exposed them. They tried to get donations. Visa, Mastercard, PayPal shut them off. Is that fair? Is it fair that someone exposing war crimes gets removed from the ability to to fund? The, is it fair that protesters, you know, that just want their freedom of movement, they uh, the people that try and fund them and buy them lunch, they get their accounts shut off. If you don't have the freedom to transact, you don't have any freedoms. You don't have a freedom to speech if you can't pay to get a ride to the event. You don't have freedom of speech if you can't pay for an internet connection. If you can't pay for things, you don't have freedom of anything. So if you care about freedom of speech, wow. you care about freedom of movement, you have to be able to use your money. It's also a national security issue. In a time of war, what's the first thing that's gonna go down? Internet's gonna go down. And what's gonna stop working? Visa's gonna stop working, MasterCard's gonna stop working. Even cryptocurrency will stop working. We need physical cash for times of war. We need physical cash for cataclysmic events, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, tsunamis. We need physical cash to have what they say is our right to privacy. You know, the United Nations Charter, uh, Fourth Amendment of the United States, freedom from uh, unreasonable search and seizure. All of these things say that we have a right to privacy, but every single law that gets passed removes that privacy from us. We barely have any left. We used to have privacy in the mail. Someone opened your mail, it's a federal crime. Now everyone reads your email. Google reads your email, your ISP reads your email. Every app you install asks for a copy of your, all your contacts. You're like, oh, I want to install like a flashlight app? Cool. Have all my contacts and my location and everything real time forever. It's horrible. Like, and people just give it all away. Cryptocurrency is one of the only things in the world that can return the power to the people that they forgot they even had. And they don't realize how important it is until bad things start happening. And so when the government shuts your account off, I don't know if you've been banned yet. I've been banned off YouTube four or five times now. So I'm, I'm always this close to getting banned. So you better follow me on Twitter. You better follow me other places because you might not see this video again. It might be gone. I have, to not, I have to use weak keywords in the description and weak keywords to not just get instantly banned. I'm still worried about posting timestamps later because they might ban me for one of those keywords. It sucks. Wow. You're, you're this far away from being removed from society. If you get banned from Facebook, YouTube, uh, TikTok, and uh, Insta, do you exist? Is that it? Like, can anyone tell you are in the earth anymore? It's really. Yeah. It's like they take away your voice. Wait, it, so it, is the it's crazy. overall goal for paper money to 
not exist anymore? For the governments, yes, because it gives them more control over you. So while they, you know, so governments want to get rid of paper currency, and in some countries they have. If you go to Sweden and you try and get a taxi, the taxi will not serve you unless you have a credit card. They do not accept cash. In Germany, there's oh. places that don't accept credit cards. They only accept cash. So it's very weird that one of these countries has it wrong. And I don't think it's Germany because they had some bad stuff happen there where some people got killed because they hunted down the records. And in World War II, the Stasi would come and kill certain people because they knew how to find you. And they learned that sometimes the government's not your friend. You know, it was illegal. Like, you know, uh, Anne Frank hiding from the Nazis in the, in the Netherlands? It was illegal to hide her. So the people that did the morally right thing were breaking the law. Sometimes what is legal and what is moral is the opposite. Sometimes bad governments get into power and you want them to have less control when they do that. So this cancel culture of removing everyone's... When I grew up, people were fighting for Nazis to be able to march on the streets. And the saying was that I don't agree with what you're saying, but I defend your right to say it. And somehow it disappeared like it never happened. So as I've aged, now the world thinks it's hilarious to remove everyone's voice. Wait till the wrong government gets in control and then see how they feel about having no voice again. It's not the right way to, you're supposed to convince people of things, not starve them of information to try and make decisions. It doesn't make sense. Elon Musk and I are of the same opinion on this. Okay. One thing that I really appreciate about you uh, when people were saying you should invest in Hex, and I watched one interview, and I don't know what it was about you, but you have a very grounded confidence. You're intelligent, you're straight to the point, uh, I love that you are such a leader of your community. You're the face of it. You're constantly responding to people. You're constantly updating and live streaming. It's no bullshit. And I was like, immediately, I just trusted your ass. Like, I, for some reason, I just feel like you're this Midwestern boy that I know. But, you know, now you're like dressed up in Dolce and Gabbana and you like have all of these things. Well, this is entertainment. Which, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to take. I heard you say it's marketing. Yeah. Well, it works. No one cares. You know, yeah, it I, does. I wrote free self-help books to save everybody's life. Barely on a reason. I was telling everyone, you know, to buy Bitcoin back when it was three, four thousand dollars. I called the twenty thousand dollar Christmas. I called the top on the day then. I called the top on the day of the cycle four years later. It's not enough. You have to punch so hard. So to punch through the noise that everyone's presented with and to get the algorithm to notice you and even give people the chance to even try clicking a thumbnail to hear you. You've got to do everything. Boobs, keywords, bright colors, stupid facial expressions, hashtags. And yeah, so the reason I cover myself with all these brands is because they've titties already... Titties be working. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Titties work great. Like, so it's... They used to even work better, but like the, 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 the algo decided to like make stupid faces work better these days. I hope that changes because I'm tired of looking at stupid YouTube face thumbnails, man. Every, every single thumbnail, you're like, please, yeah. God, man. Dude, YouTube thumbnails are the worst. It's That's the worst. why I told yeah. Lacey, I'm like, we're not doing this type of thumbnails ever. <laughs> um, so we want to talk about Pulse. And sure. your, I know that launch is coming soon. Can you speak on why you wanted to not only create a new coin, but mm -hmm. a new blockchain? Um, yeah. And the benefits of that? So, you know, when I was creating Hex, the issue is how do you, how do you get the most efficiency? I don't, I don't want excess selling going on 
for inefficiency. I want best price performance. And I want all of the energy, all the economic energy to go into raising the price. I want to have the world's best performing asset. And it worked out. It worked. The design worked. So part of the reason that design worked is because we were secure. Why were we secure? Because we launched on a secure network. Ethereum was a secure network. What is the downside to that? Also, there was other upsides. Easy to get into a stable coin. You don't have to go through a middleman. It's all in the same chain. Easy to trade. Mm -hmm. No AML, no KYC, no sign up. You can trade back and forth to stable and hex, back and forth all you want. No middlemen. Get rid of all the middlemen. Make it more efficient. The only downside to that method, the only downside to that method was that because the network was so good and offered it so much, it became so popular that it became very expensive to transact. And so people were paying $1,600 to end a hex stake. And they're having to pay $50 to $60 to $70 to buy in. I don't like having a $50, $60, $70 penalty to on-ramp a new user. It's not fair. I mean, if you want to put in 50, now you've got to put in 120 to get 50. It sucks. Yeah. And the only way that I could get that cost down for my users is to fork the network and have a new network, new capacity, higher throughput, and less users to start. Because a new thing will always have less users than the old thing that's been around for six years. Right. And so that's what I did. So Pulse Chain's been on testnet now, and it will reduce the cost to bring the users in. It will reduce the cost to swap coins. It will give you the world's largest free airdrop. You get a copy of every single coin on the Ethereum network on this network for free. No sign up, nothing. It just works. You click one button, you switch networks, there's your coins. It's beautiful. People love free that? money. Well, when you we're still doing it. You know? largest, oh yeah, when yeah. you refer to the world's largest airdrop, yeah. I hear that in a lot of your streams. Mm -hmm. Does that just mean the coins in your Ethereum wallet will be copied over yes. to your Pulse Chain wallet? Yep. That's, That's so cool. Is that just in the coding? Like, how the fuck did you do that? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, that is not answerable in a simple way. So okay. <laughs> it, it would be like you wanted to make a copy of a car and you're like, well, what part do we try and build first? The doors, I guess. Let's go build some doors. You got to copy all of the parts, you know, and there's a lot of moving mm -hmm. parts. You've got the servers. You've got the front ends. You've got the contract code. You, it's there is a lot of stuff that goes into it, which is why it's taken, you know, over a year now to get close and we're close, but it still is not ready yeah. yet. You know, there's still some things that we want to fix before we go to mainnet. For me, you know, with Hex, we've had 100% uptime flawless operation for years while other people have lost billions of dollars. That's because we care about security more than they do. And I'm not willing to go to market with any kind of risk that anyone lose anything. I'm not going to market and let people lose. We, we care yeah. about security greatly because if you don't have security, what do you got? You got nothing, mm -hmm. in my opinion, you know? So yeah. we just need to tighten up some things. We're, we're kind of doing our internal security audit now and we find some stuff we got to fix and we got to fix it. It just has to be fixed. So, yeah. and we're, we've got the plan to do it and we've got the manpower to do it. I think I got like 14 devs now. I got, I got a lot of devs and these guys are making top dollar, stupid mm. money. Like this. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You care for, I mean, I would like to believe that you care so much. Like you always, like everything that you do just shows that you care. I mean, even the pulse chain sacrifice, wasn't that like for every dollar you got 10,000 points? Um, like, well, was that just some, the pulse chain sacrifice, you could give money to charity and get free coins, or you could give money to okay. an address for a political statement and get free coins. Um, so we raised $27 million for charity, uh, medical okay. research. And then uh, I think there was like 600 million total um, that came in for Pulse Chain before the sacrifice like volume phase ended. And then there was like a billion on Pulse X. 
it's like 1.6 billion total. Then if that if you like That's assume crazy. if you don't count the hex, there was like maybe 660 million stable coins between the two in the end. It's a lot of wow. it's a lot of economic energy for sure. And the yeah. first so Pulse Chain was to sacrifice for freedom of speech. Everyone's getting canceled out there. It's not good. You know, there's this old saying, you know, when they came for the, this person, I didn't say anything because I wasn't that person. When they came for these people, I didn't say anything because I wasn't one of them. When they came for those people, I didn't say anything because it wasn't one of them. And then when they came for me, there was no one left to say anything for me. That's the saying, right? Like it's kind of what happened mm -hmm. to the Jews in World War II. Um, so, yeah, like if you don't start standing up and, and fixing things that are going wrong, they're not going to get better. I want freedom of speech to return. I want privacy to return. I want people's savings to have value. I want people to become richer while they sleep. And the government's not yeah. doing that for you. They're doing the opposite of that. So we have to make the world better. And did you like Elon Musk buying Twitter? Well, he didn't buy it. He didn't buy it. Oh. He offered okay. to buy it. And then uh, he has a penalty that it will cost him, I believe, a billion dollars to not buy it. But if he doesn't follow through, it just cost him a billion. So basically, he paid a billion dollars for a call option to buy it at a strike price of like either 45 or $54 or something like that. So basically, he said, look, wow. I've got the funding. I'll buy you. But we got to figure out some things. Like right now, he's arguing about all the fake users. Twitter has tons of fake users. And if that's the mm -hmm. case, then it should have a lower valuation. And then he should get a better deal. That seems fair. You know, if you said you had this many users, but you really got a lot less, you are worth less. And therefore, he should pay less. So Elon Musk, he's an interesting guy. He, he morally and ethically cares about people, but he also plays the game. So, yeah, you know, I mean, he's... You, have to. you play the game. Yeah. You play it really well. He plays it harder than me, though. So I'll give an example. Okay. All-time high for uh, Dogecoin was when he went and shilled it on Saturday Night Live. And then it's dropped 80% yep. since then. Wow. He bought Bitcoin secretly, bought like a billion dollars of it secretly, then said it was mm -hmm. great and had, had Tesla accepted for cars, then said, then he sold it. He said he wasn't going to sell any of the coins he got, but then he sold the coins he didn't get from other people. He sold the coins that he had already bought himself and said he was testing liquidity. He sold like 600 million worth, dumped the price. So he bought it, said it was good, mm -hmm. secretly dumped it, and then said it sucked and Tesla wouldn't accept it anymore because it pollutes the environment. He's a rocket scientist. I think he went to MIT. Bro, you knew. Wow. You knew. Bitcoin polluted the environment. You know Dogecoin pollutes the environment. You know these are proof-of-work networks, which is proof of waste, by the way. He knew that. So he bought it, pumped it, dumped it, and then savaged it afterwards to get the price back down. You're like, bro, this is pure disgusting trader stuff. You never see me do that. You're never going to see me yeah. scaring you like, hey, guys, I might have mm -hmm. found a bug, right? And then, like, you just why would you troll? It's irresponsible. Like, that's the reason securities laws exist, is to get people to not try and manipulate the market like that. So... You know, and he's done other things like have, he's made a lot of forward looking statements that you're not allowed to make as a director of a public company that you're just not allowed to do. Now, that's not to say the SEC has been mm -hmm. totally fair with him, but he has made some errors. Even on the Twitter thing, he bought a bunch of Twitter. And, and when you buy that, when you buy more than 10 percent of a company that's public, you have to declare what your intentions are to warn everybody else. Mm -hmm. And he should have filed a form yeah. that said he was looking to become an active investor and take a role in management. But he didn't do that. He filed the form and said he was going to be a passive investor, not take an active role. And then a couple of days later, he's like, yo, I want to be a director. And then, and then a week after that, he's like, yo, I want to buy the whole thing. You're like, hey, man, you played the game. Like, you filed the form wrong. You, you punked everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, you're, he's, he's working angles, you know? So he builds amazing stuff. He cares about the world, but he does work angles, whether he's aware of it or not. Yeah. Um, 
I, as far as crypto goes, I think you've already kind of answered this, but in like one sentence or however many you need, what is your why? Like, what is your driving force? I'm in it for glory. In this space. I want to win. For glory? I want to win. Mm. And I want to win the hearts of hearts I can't, I can't win. So I want everyone to understand Have them better than that. Have you always had a competitive nature? Oh, yeah. Forever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I hate losing. Where are you from? Or Broken you keyboards. Like, yeah. how on earth? <laughs> like, how did this happen? <laughs> Stop gaming. Like, yeah. I mean... We do want to get more into the personal stuff sure, and your good. story and like your upbringing. Uh, but right. before we do that, is there any high-level updates for your hexagons um, yeah, that you sure. want to get out there? I mean, like we're it, it's under audit. Stuff has been found. It is being worked on. As soon as I have a time frame, I'll give you the time frame. I, I know you guys are tired of hearing weeks, but it feels like weeks to me, man. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it, I'm not willing to launch early to leave bugs that only we know about that you're just hoping like, Hey, I hope no one else finds it. I don't like that. You know what I mean? Even if they're bog- bugs that just pause the network. So like if a bug pauses the network, people can just wait. So what? Right. So, I mean, you could launch with those kinds of bugs and most blockchains do like most blockchains have had problems that got fixed later and it was still fine. But if it just takes like a couple weeks to fix them anyway, I'd rather just fix them, you know? than worry that someone's yeah. going to pause the network. And you can't, so like you could make a lot of money on forcing a pause on a network if you could short it or if people are going to get liquidated by having margin positions they couldn't close. But with this network, you're not going to have those properties and therefore there's no real incentive to just like cause it to pause. But I'd rather just, I'd rather just, I love this 100% uptime, perfect flawless operation bragging. I'd like to continue to do that with all my products. So I, I would like Pulse Chain to launch with all of our security concerns solved and not have to do any. So like it's called security by obscurity. I prefer not to rely on people being unaware of a bug. I I just prefer that Mm -hmm. everyone could know about it and know they can't do anything. Like it's fixed, you know? That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about things like NFTs in the metaverse? Scam. I know that you're going to do that. It's trash. Going to zero. Yeah. How do you think that? Well, I mean, if I told you that I had a bridge for sale in Brooklyn, uh, would you buy it for me? Would you buy the Brooklyn Bridge for me? No, it'd be stupid because I don't have the Brooklyn Bridge, do I? Because you know I don't have it because the government owns it. Probably. I'm assuming the government owns it. It's a critical piece of infrastructure up there. Um, you know, if, and then I said, well, what if I wanted to sell you a pixelated, a link, not even the picture. You don't even get the picture. I'm going to sell you a link to a pixelated picture of a monkey. A million bucks. Good deal. Oh, and by the way, there's like 5,000 more nearly identical to it. Good deal? Yeah. You could buy a house or you could buy a link to a pixelated monkey picture. <laughs> this, I mean, like yeah. the fact that I have to just to explain that, like it's wild. Like how, how are we in this world where I have to explain that you, you will get scammed and lose all your money. Don't waste your money. Buy exactly the right thing. Most things go to zero. Most things are not good investments. So, mm-hmm. you know. If you're selling NFTs, you're getting rich selling people electrons. Congratulations. If you're buying NFTs, you're probably going to lose all your money. And if you don't, I'm not sure that's a better world. I don't know that it's a better world if links to monkey pictures are worth a million bucks. I don't think it is. Now. I love this. Right. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Yeah. I feel the same. <laughs> but, as far as like, um, but I don't want to alienate those guys because they're getting free copies of all those pictures on the new chain. So it's like, yeah. I, it's I have this dichotomy where. I want to tell you what you're buying sucks, but I also want you to, if you're going to have to do the suck anyway and you can't take my advice, do the suck over here for a better deal, you know? 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about um, land in the metaverse? Even stupider. So basically, yeah. as a, <laughs> even a, as a person that has been addicted to games, I understand which game mechanics have lasting value and which do not. If you look at the game mechanic of Hex, the, the basic proposition is if you delay gratification, you can have more in the future instead of more now. So you're going to have less now, you're going to have more in the future. You know what else operates that way? All of personal development, all of bodybuilding, all of education, all of relationships. You put in effort now, you have less now, you have more in the future. And so it's a good, wholesome, honest, proven to work forever system. Games, people get bored of them and they stop playing them. Almost all of them. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very few games have withstood the test of time. Really, the only two I can think of are like Counter-Strike and Team Fortress. StarCraft 1 is dead. Uh, Warcraft 1 is dead. Like, so you just, if you're getting into a game mechanic thing that is similar to an actual game, people are going to get bored of it. They are going to stop playing. The price is going to die. And so if that's land-based, like we've had land in other games. Like how's land in Lindenville going or like Second Life? Have you ever heard of Second Life? Yeah, they used to sell land um, there, right? Well, those people probably got wrecked, you know? And then, so any type of game thing, I don't, it, there's default alive and default dead. If you're holding normal fiat currency the government printed, you're default dead. You're getting poorer every day, averaged over time. Sometimes it'll go up because they stop printing money for a minute, like when they raise rates. Uh, if you are a startup and you've got expenses, and the expenses are higher than your income, you get a runway, you hit the, you hit the end of the runway without getting new money and you die. You gotta take off before the end of the runway. And so this idea of default live or default dead, it's useful for startup investing and it's useful for understanding your cryptocurrency investment. If you go to sleep or go into a coma and wake up 10 years later, are you gonna be richer now? Or did you have to be watching the charts and wait for the right moment to sell before everyone else before it goes to zero? I don't like those type of net negative games. I don't like net negative games. Yeah. I like games where if you screw up, you get richer. If you fell asleep on your Bitcoin bag and waited 10 years, you went up from a dollar or a penny to $69,000. If you went to sleep on your hex bag and you, know, you, bought, you bought it any time less than six months ago, basically. I think the peak was about six months ago, the recent one. You're rich as hell. You're way up, massively up, right? It's up 250,000% as we speak. Maybe it's wow. 200,000 um, from January 5th of 2020. So default alive, good product market fit, good walled garden, right? You see anyone uh, copying the hex code? No, it's not open source. You're not allowed to copy it. Smart, well-designed, right? Why, why does non-open source software kill all the other software? Because it, the walled garden allows you to add value here instead of diluting the value over all these other places. So the network's open source, you know, but the, uh, the, the actual contract code is not, which has saved us tons of people getting wrecked on fake copies, you know? Um, people still have tried yeah. to make fake copies, they've gone to zero. But they had to do it with their own code, which is harder and slower and part of the reason why they went to zero because the code sucked. Um, it's very easy to write code that loses all your money. I prefer the code that makes you rich instead of poor. I, I do too. No. As, as a young female just trying to navigate this crypto space, I want that one. <laughs> when it came to the metaverse and everything, and I was hearing that people were spending like millions of dollars on land there, I was just, I was really confused. Yeah, you're like, what happens when they turn the, the server off? Earth. Where's your land? Oh, it's just yeah, gone. Yeah, well, in that, oh, that I'm sucks. like, why can't you put that money into your 
the community that you're real land to build that up and make that more valuable by real land just, <laughs> they sell real yeah, land by, exactly like it doesn't, <laughs> i never sense. understood that now now There's look so i'll tell you business. that but look i will if people are unwilling to take my base to stop doing that i will build something in that space like i bought the world's largest diamond it's 555.55 carats it matches the the 5555 longest hex stake that you can make that's the maximum length and days oh. of a hex stake and so it's like a tribute to the hexagon community and i'm going to turn that into an ft and if dumb dumbs oh. want to overpay for it go ahead better you buy my stupid <laughs> nft than the other stupid nfts right <laughs> and then hopefully i'll try and make yeah. it better in the ways that it can be right like I, I understand what can make an nft thing better but it, i still don't think it's a good use of your money it's just it's interesting that i understand not everyone's going to follow my advice they can't stop doing dumb behaviors and then i'll try and reduce the harm but you know the harm may still be there right so like you i may have created a margin trading product even though i'll tell you it's the most destructive thing you could ever do with your life you'll lose all your money don't ever margin trade don't even trade trading's terrible you know i mean look just like pulse chain a lot of hacks a lot of scams will launch on pulse chain tons of scams but it's unavoidable okay. you want to make a censorship resistant network yeah. people are going to create scams on it period so what would be a scam Oh my yeah, God, there's does, coins you can buy that you can't sell. They're like fake contracts. Price only goes up, you buy, and then the founder know? can sell, but you can't. <laughs> like you connect oh. to a website and then it's a fake website and you like authorize it and then it just steals all your coins. Oh, have a fake giveaway, it happens Damn. all the time. If you're listening, if you follow me on Instagram, a fake me will message you and try and scam you. Mm. I've got a blue check mark next to yeah. me so it helps get rid of those guys a little bit. So, you know, you... A fool and his money will be parted very quickly. And particularly live streams. There'll be 20 live streams right now that are fake live streams. They take a copy of a real live stream and then they frame it with an ad for a scam. Send one coin, get two back. And you check the addresses and oh. they get coins. Yeah. So, you know, you got to be careful. This make, you'll make the best. This is the best potential in the entire world. If you get this right, you never have to work again a day in your life. But if you get it wrong, you lose everything. And there's also wow. extreme volatility. There's dips. I mean, Bitcoin's down sixty percent. Ethereum's down sixty percent. Hex is down sixty percent. But we, Hex has dropped like eighty percent, like ten times in the years, and it just keeps going up higher. So we're volatile by design. Like it's okay. But if you buy something yeah. that's not supposed to be volatile, like a stablecoin is supposed to be a dollar, and that goes to zero, you're very unhappy. The way that Travis Peak described crypto to me, because I was very new to this, like mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year, and um he said that you have to be extremely careful he was coaching me on like um security and like make sure nothing is ever on your phone and uh he described it as it's like the wild wild west like yep. the gold rush back in yep. the day that everybody is like going crazy over it and there's mm -hmm. not much like rules or regulation so like anything goes right now well the funny um, part is they're scamming in the regular world too They'll scam you out of your normal bank account. They'll send you a fake invoice to your company for stuff you never ordered, and then companies are stupid enough to pay it. They'll tell you there's a Nigerian dude that's got $50 million locked up in customs. He just needs $5 million from you to get it out. They'll, I mm -hmm. mean, there is no shortage of scams outside of crypto. You know, hey, was Theranos a scam? Traded on the NASDAQ. Was uh, yeah. Bernie Madoff a scam? He was the CEO of NASDAQ. Was uh, Enron a scam? So there's scams everywhere. It's not just crypto. Legacy is full of scams too. We just know about these right. ones more because we're in the space. Right. I think we want to get into your personal All right. life. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we, we'll we first, 
Yeah, where are you from? Yeah, right? like where did you? I was born up? in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So for you girls that are okay. into oh. that astrology stuff, I was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on October 9th, nineteen seventy nine. Okay. At either eleven o three or eleven o six p.m. I can't remember. It's like okay, I'll make note of you that. You can search my tweets. It's, it's in my tweets. <laughs> Wait, what sign is that? That's a Libra. I don't know. Apparently, oh, a Libra oh, is an air sign. Okay. okay. I was I was hanging out with a girl uh, last night. This was hilarious. I was hanging out with a girl last night, and she looked me dead in the eyes, and told me that like going to hell wasn't that bad. And she like worships a, a certain she worships a certain demon, a money demon. But she there's two different money demons, and then like uh, the one didn't help her, but this other one's helping her. What's his name? I don't oh. remember the demon's name. So like, yeah, some people <laughs> I, I hang out with. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was the most. I literally made a voice recording. I'm like, this girl just straight up stared me deep in the eyes and told me, "Hell isn't that bad." Like real serious look. I'm like, yo. <laughs> All right. All right. Know about your dating life. How? What is it like for you? Because I know your uh, privacy and security yeah. is top tier. How do you, yeah. you even do that? Like trusting people, dating. Like, are you even uh, looking to be in like a monogamous thing? Or are you no, just kind of floating around? Do not care for monogamy at all. Did it? I had two eight years. I'm good. I'm oh, two go eight years. Around wow. Now. Yeah, I'm gonna go full around. You tried. Yeah, I did yeah. it. I mean, they're supposed to time out. So the way relationships work is you're supposed to think they last forever, but they actually don't. And the reason that they don't is good. So we could be like aspen trees and just make copies of ourselves. But if we did that, there'd be less variety in the next generation. And not only would there be less variety, there'd be less excellence. Because when you have sex, where a boy and a girl are there, boy chooses the traits that are good, girl chooses the traits that are good, you're both making good selection. Now your offspring tends to be better. So Usain Bolt, fastest man in the world. Usain Bolt's parents, not the fast people in the world. Well, you got progress. So what else creates progress? A new partner. All right, and when should you have a new partner? When the last kid is good to go. Well, when's that? Eh, about seven years. And so if you look at people's relationships, they cycle at a seven-year frequency, whether they're aware of it or not. And it's an emergent property across different cultures. It's not just restricted to Western culture. It's all over the place. So I think it's built into the human. And we're not the only animals that have this. Lots of other animals have sex. Lots of other animals have culture. Lots of other animals have ethics and morals. You know, a dog is born, doesn't start just trying to kill its mom. It's, it's cool. It's like yeah. kin, family, we're cool. Not family, less cool. And then we're just like smart monkeys, basically. So, you know, if if you realize that relationships are meant to end and you plan for it, you don't have to like try and accuse one person of being the reason it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's the same reason you guys got together in the first place to create variety. You don't realize it is the same reason you're going to get apart to open up a chance for a new relationship to create more variety. It works. It's, it's been a so hundred thousand generations of that working. So I'm just practicing I'm getting as much practice like as that. I can. I think I invented it, well, but so there's a lot of breakups are mutual. Well, no, sometimes you can have people that truly suck. That that is a thing. But <laughs> even in that case, if you take responsibility, you become stronger. But if you don't take responsibility, mm -hmm. you remain weak. If someone runs into you with their car, you can pretend it's their fault, or you could realize you could have worn more reflective clothing. You could have what walked a different path. You could have went out at a different time. You could have watched your surroundings more safely. You could have had a team of people around you. You could have, like, you had so many other options that make you powerful if you accept responsibility, even for the things that aren't really your fault. So right. most of relationship it's is awareness. choosing the right person, truthfully. 
If you choose the right oh, person, yeah, everything's yeah. easy. Yeah, if you choose the wrong person, you're wrecked. Nah, they broke up. But my mom went crazy. So my mom became schizophrenic. And my dad did everything he could to like keep it together. But if you're in a relationship when someone's truly lost it, it's basically impossible. Like you're you're just torturing yourself. Because no, like How you'll you you'll maybe ten or something like that. Your life will be like eighty percent worse, and their life will be like seven percent better. It's just not a good deal. Mm. Like like with someone truly like in psychotic world, it's not a good deal. But then also when they take, if they're lucky enough to take pills and get fixed, that changes them too. They put on weight, they get shaky, mm -hmm. they think different. And then you're just like, you know, it's a real rough deal. Mm -hmm. If you're in a relationship with one and they lose their mind, it's, it's a rough one, you know? Can so we, they broke up. Uh, touch on your, can you touch on your mom having sure. schizophrenia and yeah. how was, were you a child when all of that was happening? Yeah. Yeah. You know, she started putting uh, sealing up the air vents, thought stuff was watching, covering up the television, thought stuff, you know, thought things were watching, hearing voices, you know, um, mm -hmm. not v almost no violence at all. You know, one time just took a hammer right. and started bashing up the living room. But, uh, other than that, pretty chill. And then she got lucky and got some pills that, that helped her out. Some people never get lucky. Sometimes the pills that they have, they don't help those people. And you go on Wikipedia, you look up antipsychotics, you really don't have a lot of options. You've got old options, like they're called like tier ones, like lithium and uh, Prozac, things like that. And then they've got these new like alternate ones are like the level two ones. Like, well, I only remember the brand names, but uh, if I say them to you, they give away my location. So I can't. Okay. You can look up the um, tier twos. Are you still talk to her? Yeah, I like talk to my mom close? all the time. Yep, I talk to my oh, mom good. all the time. Yeah, talk to my dad all the time okay, too. Okay. But there's just less to talk about. Like he wants to talk about sports and weather, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't really care about the sports okay. so much. You know? So I talk to my mom a little bit more. How did you, like, what was the first sign of like schizophrenia? Because uh, we have a friend that yeah. um, we found out had it, but she was um, experimenting with LSD, and right. yeah. we also wanted to ask you about like, what's your view on psychedelics? And I, I think psychedelics that? suck. So oh, okay, here. Okay, let's take a pothead. Potheads are really chill, really relaxed, and appear to have very low motivation. And the question mm -hmm. is, were they that way before they became potheads or not? And I would be willing to state that most of them got more lazy after the weed. So if you realize that these drugs that change the way you feel about things, if you keep taking them, they, they perform lasting change. They change your behaviors, they change your habits, they change the way you think about things. And if that's what you want to become, like, so if you're bipolar and you're having like, like kind of episodes of depression or something, and then that stuff like takes the edge off and like it acts kind of like a mood stabilizer for you, if that works for you, then that's probably a win. But if you have that rare case where it triggers psychosis, that's not a win. And then which one you're using matters. And is this one I'm taking now different from the last one? And is there other stuff in there? And then are you going to do jail time for engaging in those things? Where do you live? And who are you associating with in those circles? And what stuff do they do? And then you're like, if you want, if you want to meet bipolar people, go to the strip club. They're working there. If you want to meet, um, you know, there's just, there's paths that lead, that, People have similar backgrounds and they end up doing similar stuff. And so like for me, mm -hmm. I don't want to take psychedelics, scramble my brain, hope that it turns out better, but what if it doesn't? So if you're, if you're mm -hmm. already poor and you lose all your money, you didn't really lose anything because we have bankruptcy law, right? Yeah. Like you, can, you can just be like, oh, start over again. It's like a free call option. 
But if you're really rich and you screw up, you lose a lot. And so as you get richer, yeah. you have to be more careful how you invest. And as you become more intelligent, more effective, more powerful, more people rely on you, you need to take less risks. So I'm, I'm about mm -hmm. to race a bunch of new race cars I bought. I bought a Lamborghini and a Bentley and I got two Ferraris. I got some other car. I can't remember. I bought a bunch of cars because I'm showing them off for this like, documentary they're making about Hex and me. And, uh, you know, I, I was searching. I'm like, where is there a racetrack that we can go where there's less walls to run into? Because if I run into sand, who cares? Oh, the car got sandy. I don't care. But if I run into a wall, oh, then all the airbags pop and my face is burnt, right? So now, you know, I don't like these things. Wear a helmet. You're going to get less burning, but you still get burns on your arms and stuff. It's not, I don't want to blow my cars into like a wall. And I've been racing on tracks before. And yes, if you push the car, you can lose it and you're going to spin and hopefully the spin stops before you hit something. So I, I choose to do things that are more safe where reasonable because I have so much good going for me and so many people rely on me. You know, I'm not willing to experiment with, with drugs. I like the way my brain yeah. works now. I don't want to be less motivated. I, I don't want to have less drive, you know, but there's people out there. It. Yeah. There's people out there that are, so basically, I mean, if you, I'll take you something from Tony Robbins for you. People have six human needs. This is his belief. I have a better one, I believe. If you read my book, t.me slash sci-vive, it's for free. My book is better than I am. You should read it. It's free. And there's an audiobook version. You can go search it. Uh, this girl, SJ, she made an audiobook reading the whole thing for free. You can just click play. So you've got needs that fight each other. You've got a need for certainty and a need for variety. Certainty means if I saw part of my roof fall on this guy here, and I saw part of my roof fall on somebody over there, and these people were getting killed, I would have a very hard time talking to you because I would be worried about this part falling and killing me. So without a certain degree of certainty, we can't even function as human beings. But we also need variety. I don't want to eat the same food all the time. I don't want to watch the same movie all the time. I don't want to hear the same song all the time. And so these two needs fight each other. Your need for certainty and your need for variety fight each other. So me, I like the way my brain works, but yes, I still like to meet new people and have new experiences. And so that's how I fulfill this. And other people, they're in different orders for different people. Some people want more variety, less certainty. Some people want more certainty, less variety. Now you got two other needs, significance and connection. I push significance hard. I'm going to tell you what my watch cost. I'm going to tell you about my Ferraris. I'm going to work them in the conversation to humble brag about them. Because I want you to know that I'm better than you so that you're either angry and then you make yourself better to compete or you realize that we can work together and find synergy. Mm -hmm. And so the way, this, the way this flexing thing works is that you hate it and it's disgusting and then you click subscribe because you want to you be disgusted, right? There's people living on a higher level than me. I follow them and I get angry when I see them post. <laughs> and I keep trying to raise my level, right? Because this is how like, guys work. We're competitive, right? So Yeah, you are. If, and so the art is, this would be all loss. Like I just bought another $135,000 watch today. I posted it on the watches forum and I made sure that all my other watches were in the background and I posted the prices and this makes them very angry because they know they'll never have that as long as they live. But if they were smart, they would go, how did he get that? Oh, he wrote a book about how to do it. And he just did what was in his book. These currencies I created, you would have arrived at that conclusion if you'd read my book. The, the, like mm -hmm. the book has the recipe, the plan. And so if they drop their ego for a minute and try to learn and realize that we could work together, and so I, so like if 50% right. of people hate or even 75 or 80% of people hate the 20% that don't will come and be part of something beautiful and we'll change the world together. Mm -hmm. 
and there's no other way yeah. for me to reach these people. I, there's not, I've tried, right? Like I've, I tried to buy an ad for myself in a magazine. They said, no, they wouldn't take the crypto. I was like, okay, well, how about me? Can I just advertise me? They're like, nope, not you either. And this isn't, this is a magazine that posts like the stupidest stories you've ever seen. Like midget wow. perform sex acts with animals for wafer crisps. I'm like, really? So you guys will take, this is your gig. This is what you guys, I think it was a daily mail in the UK. They just pro like, it's crazy. The censorship is wild. We used to have ads in the uh, the Economist magazine. They won't take them anymore. Price was a hundred times lower then. So if you read it in the Economist magazine, you would have made a hundred times your money. But they're too good for the ads now. Instead, they want you to get wrecked. Mm-hmm. Hey, go buy securities. How are securities doing? How's how's Coinbase stock doing? Oh, it's down ninety percent. Good job, guys. Good job. Glad you shilled that trash. You know. And so I live in a world where the stuff that can save people, they hide. And the stuff that will destroy you, the margin trading, is right out front. All the advertisements you see, margin trading. How do you lose all your money? Margin trading. Terrible. So I'm trying to save people and I'm doing anything I can to get it done. And it's, by the way, I put like my, my penis size in the description of the video. This makes a lot of people very angry. <laughs> Probably people with smaller uh-huh. peepees. But if this is what I have to do to be outrageous, to get more people to watch, I'll do it. Yeah. And my friends have bigger D's than me, so I'm not even like... My friends don't mind. They're like, yeah, whatever, bro. Yeah, you run with that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's hilarious. Uh, are there parts of you that still have a poor man's mentality since you grew oh, up? Oh, yeah. Oh, tons, more? yeah, for sure. I hate getting bad deals. I hate paying retail. I always ask for a discount. If I'm buying from your store, mm-hmm. I'm asking for a discount. It's a matter of principle. Yeah. Like, there's a coupon, I'm using a coupon. That never goes away. I want value. You yeah. know, I want efficiency. I want value. It's very hard. For, by the way, these watches, I made money on all these watches. My watches have outperformed anybody's portfolio watching mostly. Like, like I'm up 2x on my watches. How, how's everybody's portfolios doing? You know? So I, I just win, mm. man. Win only. The only thing I suck at is dieting. Dieting? Diving? I suck. Dieting. Dieting. <laughs> Too much oh, meat. Dieting. I have a lot of clothes that okay. don't fit now. Yeah. That's the only thing Which I suck we at. Don't, yeah, we want to ask you that because we know that longevity is very important to you and you do have a thing where you want you want to have this belief where you do want to live forever and we wanted to ask you what do you feel about how do you feel about plant-based diets they're okay so the the thing about plant-based diets is that there are nutrients that you have to supplement with so i think you have to supplement with b12 and you know omega-3 fatty acids everyone has to eat that's why they're called essential acids your body can't make them it can't synthesize them you have to eat them or you die so if you just tried to live on rabbit, for instance, you'll die of rabbit poisoning, which basically is you didn't get enough omega-3 acids. If you're on the ocean, you need to get vitamin C or you get scurvy. Um, so if you watch your macros and you, you know, it can be very hard to get enough protein in the past. It's easier to get protein now because you can get pea protein or peanut protein or seitan or soy, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I think soy makes some people fart a lot. I don't really like the taste, so I don't bother <laughs> with it. So you can make a plant-based diet work, sure. I mean, there's some jacked bodybuilder dudes that make it work. Your body doesn't care that much. Like, I mean, if you want to be to shill plant-based diet to you, I would say like when you eat meat, the protein in the meat is from the plants. That's where the protein came yeah. from. The animals right, got it from right. the plants, and then you eat the animal, and then you actually got it from the plants too, but just through the animal. Right. I mean, look, I had a big steak Going today. It tasted before. fabulous. I'm not giving it up. If you weren't supposed to eat it, it wouldn't <laughs> taste good. For real. Why, you know? Why does steak taste good? Because you're supposed to eat it. Why do we have a specific flavor receptor for umami, which comes with cooked meat? Why do we have uh, canine teeth, right? We are supposed to have meat in our diet. 
historically, it is not supposed to be the majority of our diet. We have mostly plant-based teeth. So probably if you, if you tried to mirror the way your physiology was designed, you'd end up with mostly plants and some meat. But if you're doing bodybuilding, you you just eat more protein if you can. Less carbs, more protein. Can you speak on your plans of like extending your um, lifetime or dare I say being immortal? I hope someone, well, you're never going to be immortal because the heat death of the universe will terminate you. And like the sun will continue to enlarge until it consumes the earth. And, you know, you might just get bored and kill yourself. Who knows? Right. But I look forward to that opportunity. I'm not going to preemptively kill myself to like be like, oh, oh, it is boring. I'd rather just die then instead of earlier. People worry about like if you mm-hmm. cure aging, you're gonna have all these like hundred years running around. You're like, yeah, in like a hundred years, <laughs> in a hundred years, we'll have to worry about all the extra hundred year olds running around. Like, you know, it takes a hundred mm-hmm. years to develop that problem. So, all the all the pro death guys, they have everything wrong. They say stupid things like dictators will live forever. Nope, every dictators are getting killed left and right. None of them are dying from aging. Very high risk job. Oh, people will stop progressing. Well, we already have like increasing life expectancies like constantly already but yet we still have progress and and cultures are different as well even though they both have old people right like chinese old people act different than like norwegian old people um they say stuff like we'll run out of uh we'll run out of space you go on an airplane you look down it's all empty like literally everything's empty people choose to stack on top of each other because the restaurants and dating are better they don't have to do that particularly in the digital economies Mm -hmm. we have now they you know we've got two-thirds of the planet's are ocean most of the oceans unexplored, at least in the bottom of them. Um, you just go through it and you're like, guys, all these points you have for being lazy and dying through lack of effort, like Steve Jobs is dead. Why am I doing better than Steve Jobs? Because he screwed up. He had way more money that he could have spent to save his own life. He knew he was 40% likely to die cancer, 40% likely to die heart disease. He put no money into saving his own life or not enough. Now he's dead. And how many other people are going to make the same mistake? And I, am I going to make the same mistake? Now, I already raised $27 million. And after Pulse Chain launches, and I'm going to have a vacation and have some fun and flex some more, because eventually <laughs> I, want, I want to move my lady tier quality up a notch, right? Like I kill with what is available, but I want something better to be available. Um, mm-hmm. Like if I Do go to a party, these are like, yeah, eventually. But I feel young, so I'm not in a rush. Maybe five years from now, okay. maybe. Um, so what like, were some challenges? Good. I'm oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Well, it's just like you got to put like, money in it. You got to throw money at it. If you want progress and mm-hmm. medicine, if you're going to be a fat dude and you're not going to diet and you're not going to exercise, boy, you better hope that pill comes to save you. And if you do diet and exercise, yeah. that doesn't help your offspring. But if you build technology, you know, you could cure a disease that stays cured. Whoever cured polio, Jonas Salk, it stayed cured. You, you cure a lot of these problems people are having, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, breast cancer, you know, you cure these things. They stay cured. The humanity is stronger for the rest of time. Even if you, even it doesn't help you. If it helps your offspring or people you loved or at least humanity, you'd be a very happy person, I think. Much more fulfilling than yeah. another Rolex, probably. <clears throat> um, wow. I was going to ask, like, what are some challenges that you faced in your childhood? And were those <laughs> any motivators <laughs> to be what you are now? Yeah, like, were you bullied? Well, I mean, I was like one of the few white dudes in like an all black school. So occasionally you can get your ass beat up. So it was funny. Like I went, I went to my first school, what was it called? Edgewood Elementary. And I only lasted like maybe a week or two there. And they pulled me aside and gave me a test. And they're like, you're too smart. You got to go. But it was awesome. People were fighting over me to have me in their group, like pulling me. I was like, man, this feels great. Being smart is cool. 
And so they put a gifted program over in Riverland Elementary, and you can look up the stats. There's no white people. So but it went fine. It was fine. I didn't, it didn't that only got, you know, punched in the face a little bit there, maybe once, maybe twice. No big deal. And then, uh, but now, like, I speak black. So if, I, so if I'm speaking with someone who's black, I speak black too, because I grew up probably in a shittier neighborhood than they did, which is funny. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I run into these guys on the internet to think they understand black culture when they didn't grow up in it. And I'm like, yo, man, just because your skin is black, it don't mean you actually know what's up. Like, <laughs> you didn't live it. You, didn't, you did not live it. You didn't grow up in it. You didn't eat it, right? So, but they think I'm like, they call it code switching when you like switch the way that you speak based on who you're talking to. Um, but that's my like actual yeah. natural how I grew up. And so then my next oh, wow. school was uh, the smartest school I ever went to. So I went to a program called Magus Math Education for Gifted Secondary School Students that was nearly impossible to get into. I was the last person to get in. Everyone else was wow. a super Omega genius. And I was like the last person dropped out and then I was able to get in. And I was smart. Like I, I had gotten like third place in the county math test and the math competition. I was like, it was like 1 million people in the county. So I got in there and then I was like an underachieving overachiever, getting B's, copying people's homework, you know, everyone else was just killing it. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to learn this stuff. But they taught us stuff that, in hindsight, I didn't realize how smart the program was. So this guy, Burt Kaufman, he was an MIT guy, he invented like a new math system where they would change everything. They were going to change the way education worked. You were going to learn logic before math. You are going to learn scheme programming, the most powerful programming language in the world, a dialect of Lisp. Still today, the most powerful programming language in the world has probably affected how I think. Um, wow. So I, and then I, then I went to high school, and it was stupider. And I'm like, why are you guys trying to teach me the same stuff? Where did you learn all this stuff? Then I went to college, and it was mm-hmm. stupider still. And I was like, wow, d- just, just like middle, everything got dumber after middle school. So when I, Is when it I, still in Pennsylvania? No, well, this, it's kind of like they made the curriculum. You could spread it. And so like it's in a few schools. You can look it up, like M-E-G-S-S-S curriculum. If you look up that curriculum, you're going to see stuff you don't understand. You're like, what is syllogistic yeah. inference and modus tollens and commutativity and, and graph theory and set theory. Like we learned that first year one, sixth grade, we learned set theory first. <laughs> like wow. it, was, it, it was crazy. And then like you never saw it again and everything was stupider afterwards. It's just wild to me. So I got really lucky when, with that. When you got into high school and college, you know, no. being more intelligent than other people, I myself have always, not because I was intelligent by any means, but I just have this belief that I, I just felt like I didn't belong. Did you experience any of that? Like, well, you were in middle school, I was the dumbest one around you. So in middle school, I was oh. stupider than everyone else. And then in high school, probably still stupider than everybody else. Same oh, people came with me. Then in college, I went to community college. These people were all idiots. <laughs> I had an okay uh, entrepreneurship teacher, I guess. So I skipped my senior year of high school and went directly to college for free because you could do early admissions. And, it, and then like, if your grades were good enough, you can get in. My grades were almost good enough. And I went to them and I'm like, hey, I'm so close. Can you just like let me in? And they like gave me a free pass to get in. Because your senior year, you just waste all your time anyway. You're not actually getting anything done. I want to get things done with my life. So I was like, go, for, go to school for free instead of pay? Yes, please. I don't want to pay. This sucks. But then what you discover mm-hmm. is you're not actually learning anything. And then I discovered videotape college. And then like the second semester, I didn't even go at all. It was just videotapes. I didn't even watch the tapes. Mm-hmm. So it's like so stupid. And back then we used videotapes. This was like before DVDs, I think. Um, so yeah, like it's just 
every if you want to be intelligent, it's all on the internet now. You do not need to go to school. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to bet wow. that the YouTube thing is better than your school thing. And then if you're right. if you have a question, go on the internet and give the wrong answer, and then people will yell at you the correct answer. I think it's yeah. called yeah, Bertram's Law. How you felt about it, it's there's basically a law that states that the best way to get the right answer is to pretend that the wrong answer is true. This makes people very angry and they will tell you the correct answer. Oh. Or you could be a girl. If you're a girl and they're able to detect that you're a girl, men will be very helpful. Crazy. Yeah, the white knights will line up to help you with your math homework. Maiden saved on their <laughs> chair, you know? They'll be there. <laughs> um, yeah, so as far as like today's education system and things like that, you just kind oh, of feel like it's a waste of time. Well, they're going to turn, they're going to teach you stuff that you're going to forget. And then the question is, why'd you ever learn it? I'll play a game with you right now. I love to play this game. Maybe love's a strong word. So I meet street preachers sometime and I troll them and I've learned the right way to troll these guys. So do you think I should follow the 10 commandments? Yes. Do you follow the 10 commandments? Yes. Okay. What are they? Long pause. Nobody knows. Mm. Swear to God. I think I got one guy out of like 10 that knew the 10 commandments. And even though this is my game, sometimes I can't list all 10. And then you can do the same thing with school. Okay, so I'll do the same thing with school for you. Now, why, by the way, why, by the way, did I lead him in with that pre-framing? Because it's like chess. If I squeeze here, he's just going to escape. I got to lock up the exits first. And then this is, he's dead. It's checkmate. Because I know how he's going to try and rotate out of it. He's going to try and change the topic, right? So you got to lock up all the escapes first. That's the only useful thing you'll ever learn from chess, by the way. So don't bother learning it. Same thing for school. Okay, you guys went to school, right? Mm -hmm. So you getting yes momentum now? So I'm, I'm training yeah. you for the kill. The kill's coming. Wow. So, yeah. So now, you know, uh, did you learn about uh, the solar system? Like, we live on a planet. We have other planets near us. We live in the solar system. Yeah. Yeah. Did they teach you uh, how many planets there were? Yeah. How many planets are there? I'm going to guess nine. nine. Yeah, but now it's like, what, eight? I think it's eight because they got rid of Pluto, I think. But maybe they yeah. put it back. <laughs> I don't remember. And this is my game. See how it's a hard game? Do you remember their order from the sun? Like, their order? Yeah. You do? You can go. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I might fail this one. Isn't it like um, Earth? No. Mercury? Are, you, are we starting what? at Earth? No, start from the sun. Are we starting sun. at Earth? Start from the sun. Oh, Okay. Well, I'm going by heliocentric besides Earth. Isn't it yeah. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Uranus, 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 Uranus? You think you put Neptune before Uranus? So I just remember Mary Jane eats many jam sandwiches under Ned's porch. That's how I remember it. Mm. Oh, I just Without that, I would never remember it. There you go. Yeah. So like, I think you might have got it, except for I think you reverse. Neptune and Uranus. Um, but well, like we'll most people back. forget that. And why do we care? Right? So you, they, they force you to learn something that is entirely useless to you and you will forget. Why is, why are we doing that? Why don't we learn stuff that we won't forget and is useful? So, I mean, have you guys ever get ripped off on the internet, bought something, didn't get it, bought something, didn't get yeah. the right thing. Why don't they teach us how to not get ripped off? Do they teach us how to be yeah, good friends? How to handle you, those moments. Yeah. Or if you have a hangover, how to get rid of your hangover. Or how to not have a hangover. Just drink one glass of water in between each drink. And then, you know, you're going to drink half the drinks, spend half the money, spend half the time queuing, have less of a hangover the next day because you're more hydrated. So there's all these things. That, yeah. How do you be a good friend? What's a good apology look like? What should be in a good apology? 
I'll take responsibility. Ooh, Tell them why. Good. We do want to uh, also ask you about therapy and stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Are you in therapy? No. Therapy sucks. No. And I'm awesome. What would I need therapy for? I don't need therapy. Um, well, because I guess. Well, and not even just in, in the terms of like, oh, like you're sad or like broken, but. You know, having you a safe space to talk and de-stress because you have an insane life. Also, like, a and a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah, like I don't. I think therapy's eh. crap. So, so therapy does work for some people. It does get good ratings. Cognitive behavioral therapy (CBT) seems to have good effects for bipolar people and most crazy things. But like, if you pay a guy a lot of money to go talk for an hour with him about stuff that sucks, you just spend an hour talking about stuff that sucks that hour sucked. Now, if you keep thinking about stuff that sucks, the next hours will suck too. But if you go to like a life coach and he teaches you, you got to kick ass, Hey, we're gonna go lift some weights today. We're gonna talk about kicking ass. And then you kick ass for an hour. Just, you're just thinking about good things. So you will feel what you focus on. So if you use positive language, use mm -hmm. positive focus, you have habits, which get you to notice the things that are going good in the world of which there are always good things going on. You will be a more happy person. And so you should only spend yeah. time, indulging in the suck and thinking about the suck long enough to figure out what the not suck is and then do the not suck. So like if you're like fat and you eat too much cake and you think about, I shouldn't eat any cake today. Cake is really bad for me. Man, chocolate cake tastes good. Your brain only under doesn't understand negative thoughts. Like don't think of a pink elephant right now. Do not think of a pink mm -hmm. elephant right now. Your brain's like pink elephant. Got it. Doesn't do negative mm -hmm. imaging. It can't do it. So you have to focus on what you want. You know, if you're driving a race car and you're yeah. always looking at the wall, you're going to hit the wall. You got to look at where you want to go. So it's it, a lot of therapy is not effective. It sucks. Some of it works. Sometimes it works. If you have got more reasons yeah. for it to work, it's more likely to work. But anything that gets you to focus on the suck, I think is inferior to stuff that just gets you to focus on what is good. Oh, you had a bad past. Don't think about it. It works. No, no, you've got to process it. You've got to go back and understand the suck and feel the suck and rewrite the suck. You're like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might be able to do all that. It takes a lot more effort to change meaning. And you can. You can change meaning, right? But God, it's hard. You know, one, one person gets raped, decides to change the world. One person gets raped, decides to rape other people. You're like, hey, wait a second. Same event, different meaning. So like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's the same with, it's just easier to just not think about the past if your past sucks. But if your past is really good, maybe remember it once in a while. It's free extra happiness, you know? Yeah. So I tend to not think about the past, <laughs> oddly enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, here's another past question. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, what is something that you think that you really needed in your childhood? Like, what is something that little Richard really needed? Whether <laughs> that's Richard. emotional or not. Like, I want to know what you needed, and do you think you have it now? Um something I thought I needed as a kid, but I don't think I need it now. I, um, I looked up like, heliocentric to make sure it was sun centered. I had to make sure I got it right. Okay. No, it, it was right. So something I thought I needed as a kid, but now I don't think I need, or I do think I need either one. Either okay. one. Like what do you need it as a kid? And did you get that now? Or d is it something that you are still searching? I was for never actually driven. That's what's, that's a weird question. Actually. So I didn't really want anything as a kid. Like I was happy with what we had, you know, our car didn't mm -hmm. have reverse. That was funny for a time where you had to like mm -hmm. park at places where you could drive forward or you'd have to push it out yourself. One of our cars didn't have a floor so you could see the ground. And then we just covered it up with like a sh piece of sheet metal. Um, 
Wow. Lot, sometimes cars won't start in the morning. That happens, you know. Uh, and God, the parts would just break all the time. Replace a ton of alternators, ton of water pumps. Water pumps suck a lot more. Uh, but like, my family loved me. I was never had a babysitter. Was always with my family forever. I might have had a babysitter once ever. I was always with my family working, and they worked all the time. My dad had two jobs. He would deliver newspapers at night, and we fix air conditioners during the day. And then we would learn stuff like uh, at night. Uh, man, <laughs> yeah, I got some funny stories for you. When you're delivering newspapers and you get bored, you know, you're sitting in the back of the van, you know, and you're, you're used to tying up the papers to like, so you take returns, papers that didn't sell, old ones, and you got to tie them up and set them somewhere. So you start tying your friends up when they fall asleep because it's like five in the morning, people are falling asleep. And then, you know, my dad would get pulled over by the police and there'd be tied up kids in the back. <laughs> He's like, sir, uh, there's some children tied up in the back of your van. <laughs> or you'd always leave them behind, right? Like if someone's delivering the newspapers, you always leave them behind and make them have to run for the car. And you throw stuff at each other too. But, you know, sometimes you get, I got like good, good old mark on my face here from a copper fitting that I took to the head. He threw the wrong thing. The edge of a copper fitting is actually pretty sharp. Um, yeah, so like, and then you just... In Florida, you're working with all races, all cultures, all creeds, all types of drug addictions, all types of alcoholism. You're getting the whole range of humanity. You're getting everything. And you're working under weird circumstances. I mean, everyone's not got their license, and they're just about to go to jail for driving on a suspended. Everyone's calling a probation officer. Everyone's in rehab, anger management. Uh, you're just like, yeah, that's Florida. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> Florida man. Dot, Florida. Yeah. And so, like, I just, I didn't feel like I actually, so I grew up poor, but I didn't feel poor, you know? Like, I had the little stamps that you pay for the lunch with the stamps they give you, you know? Like, uh, the free lunch or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, But I just never noticed it or thought about it. And I also never thought about fashion okay. or clothing at times. So, my outfit sucked, right? Like, I didn't get any dates. I wore a Led Zeppelin t-shirt every day. That didn't work. Right, and I bought a van. My first car is a van. I loved vans. I never knew that like uh, girls don't like vans, bro. It's not good. So like, <laughs> but it was just, I was oblivious to all that, you know. But later yeah. I would excel in those things. But back then I just had no idea. So I never really wanted for anything, man. I was totally happy. Like had fast food, had Wendy's, you know, delicious, frosty, yeah, I love this. When you did, know. I still when love did fast you lose food. your virginity? Oh, that sucked. <laughs> that sucked balls. <laughs> I don't even know if I should tell this story. Should I tell this story? <laughs> we think you should. <laughs> it was okay. So oh, this is gonna suck. Gonna Do I see a blush? Yeah, I'm probably oh, blushing now. So you always okay? I'm driving in my like Ford Bronco, right? And I'm driving on Fort Lauderdale oh. Beach. And if you see a hot chick, obviously you have to yell at the window. So I yell at this chick. <laughs> obviously. And, and then the response is always, "They're not into it." But this one's into it. I'm like, "Oh, this is weird. I guess I'll make a U-turn." U-turn. <laughs> Pick up the girl. I'm like, hey, what's going on? She's like, yeah, you know, what's going on? It turns out this girl's a prostitute. I'm like, oh, this is weird, right? Oh. So, like, you know, you want to do some shit? I'm like, yeah, I guess, right? Pull over to some one of these hotels over there. Oh, am I still blushing? So, uh, yeah. So she, like, hops in the back seat, right? This story's going to suck so bad. So, uh... Yeah, so like, you know, she takes her clothes off or whatever, take my clothes off. I'm hitting it, and it's making all kinds of sounds. Like, it's going crazy. 
smelling weird too and i'm just like man this sucks like why jerking off so much better than this like people pay for this this is terrible this is absolutely trash so i'm like yeah i'm good that's enough of that it's like ah right, you know you don't even got to pay or nothing i'm like no 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 no, we're good just you did your part yeah so yeah i was like man this is not worth shit i why is it it's people putting a lot of effort into this this is trash yeah right? But then, you know, later on in life, you discover, like, uh, fucking, uh, there's better ways to do it. <laughs> I've been, so How I've been eating all this drama. I think it was 18. I think it's 18. Okay. So I've had all this drama about people telling me to, like, chill out and be, like, more respectful on stream and stuff. And, like, they're losing business deals over how I act and stuff. Sorry, guys. Don't watch this channel. I want more from my life, <laughs> right? I want to, I want to have fun and be myself and tell the truth. And if, you know, me having the first time with a lady of the night is a problem for you, go away. Go, it's go fine, away. right? Like, that's, I, I don't, I don't have to bother with things like that. But if there's people to do, go have fun, you know? They need money, you need fun. It's been around a million years or whatever. Go have fun, be safe. I don't care, you know? Yeah. Um, your body, your choice. You want to you wanna have sex yeah. with a car and a tailpipe? Go ahead. I don't care. Car doesn't care either. <laughs> it's fine. Just don't start the car. Leave the car off. Elon um, Musk is like, we don't have tailpipes. Electric cars <laughs> can't do it. Another uh, big question that I wanted to ask, which I know you've mentioned multiple times that you're uh, everything that the bragging and the showing off is yeah. a lot of marketing. Um, yeah. Because you literally have access to anything you want. You know, you're a billionaire. You wear all designer. You have all the cars. You go here, blah, 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 blah. That's um, not actually how it works. Well, you don't have okay, access well, to anything you want. I wouldn't mind a Ferrari SP3. I can't get one. I don't own a Ferrari SP1 or an SP2. I don't really want those. But I probably couldn't get those either because on my app, I don't have my SF90 registered. My 1,000 horsepower one's not on there yet. I have to like add it to the app mm -hmm. so they know that I'm cool. I own like two. And then like, you know, anything you really, like this watch, you want this watch? You can't have it. There's three in the world. You're not getting it. Mm. You're not getting this watch. I don't care how much money you have. Good luck. So this stuff, like once you have a lot of money, it doesn't mean you can actually get what you want. It's actually really still very hard. Oh, you want a good okay. yacht? Well, Go build one. Hope you don't mind waiting some years, you know? So I can get a lot more, right? Like I can call my American right. Express black representative, the black card, and just be like, go do this. And then they'll go and try, you know? Um, well, I wanted to ask, like, is this lifestyle as fulfilling as you thought it would be? Oh, no, absolutely not. For yeah. fun, I went out wearing $3 million of watches. No one cared at all. I was like, man, what a waste. I'm taking all this risk for what? These people deserve nothing. It's like throwing pearls to swine. But maybe they're right. Maybe they should only care about how flat my stomach is. Maybe that's better. Uh, you know, it's like I care about people, and I care about what they care about. If they didn't care about this crap, I wouldn't care about this crap. I don't need overpriced luggage. I don't even leave the house too much. You know, unless I'm on tour yeah. in Europe for summer or something, like I did in September to November of last year, I'm not leaving. You can see all my live streams right here working at home, you know? So, like, you know, crypto went from $88 on Ethereum up to $5,000. Hex went up 10,000x. I'm still in the same place. My life really hasn't changed. I'm wearing a different watch, and nothing else changed, yeah. you know? So the things that I would be able to detect as useful change would be I wouldn't mind getting more healthy, right? So I started working out again. Um, consistency is key. Every workout works. Every diet works. Just matters how consistent you are. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind 
meeting girls that are nines and tens more, right? If you go out in the normal world, you will not meet those. They're not there. They do not come to the club. They're not there. I don't know where they are. I see them on Instagram. I click search. I see them. I know they exist somewhere in the world, but they are not in the club. They're also not at the restaurant. They're not anywhere I'm going. So I'm going to find out where they're at and we're going to mm. hang out together. We're going to party. Um, cause it's fun. Like I, I have fun with whoever I'm partying with. And so for me to just have that, like, emo like when you're sitting with like a super, super beautiful person and they're just fun to look at, that shit feels good. Constant. That doesn't stop feeling good. Like mm. when someone's truly beautiful, beautiful voice, beautiful face, whatever, like it's just wonderful the whole time. Um, and wow. I'm sensitive to that. I love people. So, you know, having more watches isn't going to do it. Having more money is not going to do it. Having more stuff is not going to do it. I'm nearly maxed out on stuff, right? Like other than planes and like I've got 2 million cars, 9 million watches. Like what else do I need? Like art, I right. guess. I don't know. Like it's, I'm at max flex level. So now I can just do body and manage my location pretty much and just have cooler stuff going on. But in none of, like that's all, you, you don't get it by default. You have to work for it. Money does not make you happy. It makes you more of what you already are. If you're sad, money probably make you sadder. Yeah. If you're happy, money will probably wow. make you happier. It just amplifies what you already are. It's a force multiplier. And so me in general, I'm not actually happy. If I'm with people, I'm happy. If I'm talking to you, I'm happy. If I'm with people, I'm happy. If I'm by myself, eh, it's just nothing's good enough. I'm not trying hard enough, you know? Oh, no. do you think that people could connect with you easier or more if you were more yourself i guess like if these no, i did that things weren't, weren't i did all that i tried all that it sucks doesn't work so you're, you're the ability yeah, like for you to attract really awesome people is a numbers game you're gonna have to cycle through a lot of people that aren't that great to get the right ones it's the same way with employees the same play with relationships if you're able to select from a larger pool of people you're gonna find someone that loves you more that makes you feel better about yourself because you make them feel something other people can't you know a lot of girls that have had wonderful relationships with me they loved americans they love men they love strength they love confidence i have those traits and we were attached to our souls they couldn't they say attraction is not a choice it's not a choice and so if you want to find someone that you make so happy that no one else can you got to go through a lot of people really um mm. and it's not just a one-way street so you, you got to feel that way about them too you know and so it's yeah. uh you got to put yourself out there you really have to I mean, I've had a lot of cool experiences in my life because I've said hello to maybe 10,000 people. I've said hello to a lot of people. Have I seen one of y'all walking around the street? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Is that easy? What are you looking for in a partner? Well, you know, I mean, like, everyone can bring stuff to you that you didn't even know you were looking for, right? Like, I didn't like butts, yeah, well. and then I was with a girl that caused me to like butts. You're like, oh, no, I like butts. Cool. That's neat, you know? Yeah. Or, like, uh, yeah, just it's... It's like food. Like, what are you looking for in a dinner? I don't know. A lot of good dinners, man. They taste great. Like, what are you looking for in a girl? Mm -hmm. A lot of good girls. They feel great. You know, make you smile, make you happy, make yeah. you giggle, right? Make your heart race. I mean, you, you'll see some girls, man, you literally, your heart be like, you're like, yo, I got to go over there. I got to go over there. When they, so when they say like attraction is not a choice, it is literal physical attraction. Like you want to move closer over there and they feel the same I, thing. Mm -hmm. Like if a girl's into you like and you start to close distance, then you start to get like eye closing, head turning, like they're going for the kiss, mm -hmm. right? But why? Why is it just like the body heat and a little bit of breath that in the ear and then it just clicks, it's, right? Like we're animals. This is animal stuff, right? And there's an art to it. And so yeah. like, and you can't dress for everybody, right? You can pick a sexy stereotype and hope that hooks, but like a girl that's into streetwear might not be into a suit, might not be into gym shorts. You can't have all three. You got to pick one and run with it, you know? 
and that gym shorts and a cowboy hat i don't think that works so you have to pick your path and hope it works out i've i used to have long hair it worked i could be in the spa have no clothes works i i could be old it works beard no beard i've tried it all it works you just you know Mm -hmm. certain people like certain stuff well, you say that monogamy is not for you, but would Fuck you, be, monogamy would you want to be monogamous with your baby mama if you had kids? And no. She could have other partners or no? Nope. Screw that too. No partners for her. Unless it's <laughs> chicks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like I'm not doing, I, the way that I pitch this is like, I am an expensive restaurant. You are going to overpay, overpay for food here. You don't have to. You can go eat at a good deal restaurant, but if you want to interact with me, I'm getting a good deal. You're getting a less good deal. I'm going to do what I want. You're not going to do what you want. Yeah, that sucks. It's a bad deal. But I know a lot of people that will take it and be very happy to. And so to find girls that aren't jealous, it's super rare because you're programmed to be jealous. Like, I'm programmed to be jealous. When, I, when I'm with you, I don't want to smell nothing but me. If I smell another dude, I don't like it. It makes me angry, right? Like, ugh, grit your teeth. So to find girls that are just naturally um, more playful, friendly, right? Bisexual is fun. Um, it's rare. It's really rare, you know? And then to find someone's okay with somebody that likes that, it's it's also very hard. So it's a miracle I'm able to get yeah. anything done at this age and weight. I thought it would be impossible. I thought my game days were over. Nope, doing good. All is well. <laughs> like everything's going fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just need better are leads. You, I mean, are you a spiritual person or no? I mean, I did write a book, which you could call a religion if you wanted to stretch the term. So I developed a, a spirituality of my own. Um, there's stuff that just works. You can pay attention to it and use what works, or you can pretend that stuff that doesn't work does, right? Like uh, imagine if, so put it to you this way, if prayer really worked, sports teams would be bursting into flames all the time because there's a lot of people really praying for that other team to get wrecked, you know? Mm-hmm. I saw this funny post. <laughs> now, now, while I say that, there's a duality. Prayer does work to some degree because it changes what you focus on. You focus on what you want. And then you have behaviors that are more likely to get you what you want. And it helps other people cooperate with you because everyone wishes it were true. And so you have a shared fiction to go and chase together. And so prayer does work. Religion does work, but not for the reasons people think it does. It's not some old dude watching you like, mm, what's going on there? That's not how it works. So I saw this really funny saying. They're like, this guy posts on Facebook. He's like, guys, you have to stop praying for my grandfather. He's literally broken out of the hospital. He's too strong now. The police can't catch him. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, mm-hmm. no, prayer doesn't work that way. No one's ever like been dying, like ah, supercharged and just like broke out of the side of the prison. But this, see, this is what sucks. Women want to be spiritual, which is why they care about tarot signs or tarot cards, and why they care about star signs, and why every movie pitched to women is about choosing which group of people you're going to be in. Does a sorting hat mm-hmm. put you here or there? Are you going to join this team or that team? Are you in team vampire guy or werewolf guy? So for women, you get your power through society. And so you're caring about social connections, status, signaling, reliability. When it gets bad, are they still going to be there for you? Hey, let's test it once a month. Let's treat him bad once a month. And then if he sticks around, maybe he'll be there when the kid's here and it's worse. So these are effective strategies that have evolved for reasons that people don't understand. They, they never paid attention to this is one that I invented, which I'm proud of, which is like, yes, your girl being mean to you once a month is an effective stress test to make sure you're the right guy. There's a reason why it's there. Other animals don't have that. 
humans have this torture they do once a month but there. it's like an unconscious thing i don't think I don't some think woman is like i'm gonna go be a bitch oh no it's unconscious it. totally yeah okay. but all of it's unconscious like, like what right. tell it's me why you like thing. his face i don't know it's a face i like it but i show you monkey face mm. you monkey face no monkey bad but this hairless <laughs> monkey good yes good it's all unconscious right so if you i mean like you don't realize but like i looked at your instagram feed and the things that you're doing to be attractive in your Instagram feed, if someone asks you to describe them, it might be hard for you to do it, right? Tons mm -hmm. of movement, tons of spinning, you know, you're mm -hmm. um, pausing at certain moments, you're angling your ass to hang out of this, like, so it's in the frame of the picture, maybe you know that one. <laughs> but a lot of the stuff girls will do is unconscious, right? So like, if they like you, they'll open their wrist to you. So you start to get this side of the arm, or they'll start like playing with their chest or fiddling or something, right? Or if you can get lip actions, awesome right lip biting any kind of things like that you're going to give unconscious signals as to how you're feeling and then when you do them they're going to change how you feel so mm. it's like it everything's unconscious and so you can either play this game learn the game and appreciate it you know when you watch a movie you know the movie's fake but if you want to enjoy it you got to be okay with it being fake you know and, and when you're when you're forcing your back to be straight to be more attractive you have to force it until hopefully it just sticks that way right but eventually you'll get bored and you'll yeah. slurch in your chair again, slouch or whatever. So I share these tips with you. I share these tricks with you. They work. You'll have more happiness, yeah. more fun. You'll make more money. You'll get paid more at your job. People will like you more. You'll have better relationships. You bring more joy to other people's lives. If you dress better, look better, act better, bring more joy to the world, the world will return it to you. And so it's positive net win for everybody. Being ugly sucks. Dressing ugly sucks. Talking stupid sucks. Maybe one day I'll get the respect I need without all the bragging. That would be nice. Because I mean, I got to tell you, the 80% haters, it sucks. There's a lot of hate, man. A lot. Some guy posted on the watch thread that uh, my face gave him herpes. He literally said his face gave me herpes. Another guy called me human puke. Oh. Another guy, like, you're just like, eh, these comments suck, you know? Sometimes just, they're funny, and then that's nice. It's Both odd because I would connect more. I would connect more with people that wouldn't do those things so sure. that's why I asked yeah that, but I know, told you you like, got to change a path my path works at scale because more people yeah. are likely to subscribe and get viral and then hate and then the 10% that love it mm -hmm. love it I could but you have to choose a specific path if I wanted to be a hippie and do hippie stuff and talk about connection things constantly I could do that I have other ways of being right they're not all they're not all power god psycho stuff so remember I was telling you the human needs Certainty and variety, conflict, significance and connection. I come hard with significance, it makes people remove connection. If I come hard with connection, you're not going to want to invest in me because I seem like a loser, because I need you, because I care. How are you doing? How's your life going? Mm. Let's connect. Does anybody ask level. you that often? Yeah, all the time. People care a lot. Yeah. And okay, I care a lot yeah. how other people are doing too. So, like, yeah. but you can see the tone. Like I'm gonna get my data rate if I'm if I'm gonna do hippie stuff with you, the data rate is gonna be so slow. I'm gonna talk to you entirely differently, and you'll still love it. Yeah, it depends how you want to be. So you've you got more than one way of being. You should have more than one way of being, and just do the ones that are fun. And you're not the same way with your parents that you are with your lovers. You're not the same with your lovers as you are with your coworkers or people on your sports team. You you should have different ways of being yourself. I chose this one, and I'm happy to rotate. Like I might do a corporate monkey suit thing just to see how it goes because i haven't done it in a while but in the end mm -hmm. like i'm thinking laid paid 
which one is this achieving? And if it's not achieving either of those, it's really hard for me to care. Um, I am a guy. I think we're gonna gonna have to start wrapping it up soon. Right. But I want to know, like, what are your values in life? Yeah, like, what, what is, are your top values? Like, how do you see the world? What do you want out of life? I want to make people happy. I like making people happy. I want to make people rich. I want to make them laugh. I want them to like me. Uh, the when you choose significance as your path, you enslave yourself to the opinion of others. This stuff is only as yeah. important as you make it important. So I, mm. I am less likely to do a Michael Jackson hanging a kid over a balcony, sleeping in an oxygen chamber, taking propanol. I'm less likely to do those things because I care about your opinions. I, I want you to like me, and if you see that I'm doing stupid stuff, I'm going to want to not do it. Now, we mm. might disagree. Some people will say, all this doesn't work. It does work. It's working for a lot of people. It's working for Floyd Mayweather. It's working for Conor McGregor. It's working for Jake Paul. It's working for the most popular, most successful people on social media. I'm doing what they're doing, except they're just doing it better. So I know this works. I am doing a proven recipe. I have been a successful wow. marketer for years. This is all calculated. This is not accidental. And when something else works better, I will rotate to it. You know, like mm -hmm. it, it's, I'm just You're adapting. I'm, I'm doing what works. So for me, you know, I want to save everybody. I want to fix finance. I want to fix medicine. I want to fix education. I have got free self-help books that I made years before anyone knew I was in crypto that I would prefer everyone read and make their lives better. I want to be healthier. I want to have even better relationships. You know, I want to fix all these things and I'm doing them one by one, right? Like I have made a lot of people healthier, healthier and happier accidentally with hacks. It gets people to focus on the future. They have a good reason to survive and live and thrive. People that had addiction problems and suicidal tendencies have them less now because of that product, getting them to focus on their future. Hey, today sucks. Don't worry about it. Your stake's going to end soon. Can I tell you? Two years, three years, right? And then I didn't expect that. It was an accidental positive thing that occurred. And we're getting those same kind of accidental positive things that are occurring elsewhere. Like right now, people may have just watched this because they wanted to get rich, but maybe they learned some cool relationship tips or maybe they learned some cool marketing tips, or maybe they learned how to give a better apology or, or what to focus on school. There's so many good side benefits that come from an honest, wholesome conversation without censorship yeah. that you're not going to get in school. This is where the real education is happening. The intellectual dark web is where the real education is. And I wish it wasn't dark. I wish it was out front. I don't have a lot it's of followers. Yeah. 200,000. You're getting there. Yeah. 200,000 is not a lot. Yeah, I was shocked by that. I was like, I feel like we should have well, I mean, so many. <laughs> this, well, this hex journey has only been about two and a half years, so yeah. you know. That's, oh yeah, that's true. You're yeah. on your way. Yeah, we're getting there. I'm just Steph, gonna keep buying any? silly things until people are like, yeah, that guy. We know about that guy. He's got all the stuff. Yeah. Silly thing. What's your next silly thing? Um, well, I bought the Bentley Speed W12 uh, convertible. That was like. Well, in euros, it was like 400,000 euros, which is like, I don't know, maybe half a million bucks or something in the U.S. And then uh, I got a Lamborghini Evo Huracan. I think that was like 300,000 euros. And then uh, got the SF90. It's like a million dollars in the States. And then I got the Roma, which is like, I don't know, 350, 300 in the States, something like that. I think I'm kind of looking at like a $2 million watch. I haven't decided on it. And then I think I'm going to get more flex value from the cars than I will the watches. Okay. I'm so far deep in it already. But really, guys only care <laughs> about watches, cars, guns, and girls. So I think I, I think it would be better off having more cool conversations with cool people um, that had 
followings of their own like you, you know? I think I'm going to get hey, more. Get your ass in here. Yeah, for real. I'm going to get, I think that this conversation will have more utility than buying another $9 million of watches, truthfully. Yeah, I mean, I people, so too. I mean, we are all driven by connection. I mean, like you even said, like, yeah, all this stuff is fun, but people make you happy. Like, relatability. Yeah. You're on your deathbed. So, I mean, what is it you're talking about on your deathbed? What is it that you're remembering? Bringing shareholder value? People. No. people. That's the only thing that matters. It's the people. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about Hex, the Hexicans, the community. People ask me, what is this thing I'm most proud of in Hex? It's the community. The community is the reason the price goes up. The community is the reason that we have so much good marketing. I've I've seen people now doing direct mail, never seen these bad pieces in my life. I'm like, hey, awesome, wonderful. I got a a message from a guy who has a, he has the name Peter on uh, Twitter, literally, just Peter. He's got the, the handle Peter. I'm like, eh, well, about to teach you about crypto, boy. He came on hate and he's like, this is a scam. How does this pay 39% interest? You're like, easily. It actually pays like a million percent interest. 39% is just in hex. <laughs> if you multiply that by the USD value, the numbers are even more sane. So if you didn't like 39, boy, you'd hate a million. You know, like, mm-hmm. so it, it, but the community is what is pushing us to the next level. The community is the future, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm, I'm just a guy with, 200k subs you guys have uh 350 you're winning you know like so that's what i'm most proud of is my people kind of speaking on community a little bit do you ever use and i know we need to wrap it up but do you Mm -hmm. ever use like your name and your platform to speak out on social issues such as like roe versus wade delicate like that it's delicate because you alien Mm -hmm. is a potential to alienate half of everybody so you have to be really delicate about it i support free speech because i think both parties are cool with it and isn't it sad that there's only two parties and those two parties are anyway i have a video if you go on my youtube videos my oldest videos i have a video on politics i have a book read the book i have a book called fix the world which even has more political stuff in it you got to be careful choosing sides like that because you'll just alienate half of people so you got to be careful with religion you got to be careful with politics if you think you really can make an impact then maybe you can step out on some things or do it by proxy so you don't get the blowback so I can support things I believe in anonymously and then reduce blowback. So I'm kind of careful about the issues because you, you can also just get canceled. Like Dave Chappelle, he got wrecked. Was that fair to a comedian to get wrecked for trying to be funny? No, you know? So you gotta be careful uh, who you mess with. But hey, any of you guys who mess with Dave, if you mess with me, you're gonna lose way harder, just so you know. So if any of you guys wanna hate on me, <laughs> Dave was way nicer to you than I'll be. I will be very mean to you guys. So. Yeah, you're pretty blunt. Yep. Yeah. Which is why we like you. Yep. So. Yeah. We're not going to mess with well, you. Well, we have three more rapid fire questions that have well, nothing to I do with I want to make sure it. that you guys get value out of this. I mean, other than just learning about me and my past and stuff, how can I help you guys achieve what you're trying to do? I mean, you're, you were in a Playboy centerfold, right? That There was some goal there. Yeah. You got those hashtags, I think, in your profile. Tell me about yeah. that. What's it like being a centerfold model for Playboy? Oh, cute. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I believe it's, I mean, to go down the spiritual way of saying things, it was almost like a manifested experience. Um, I honestly have, the past two years, it has never been easy for me to um, express my sexuality like I do now. Um, it's always been harder coming from like a super religious uh, family and so the past two years, especially like working with Playboy now, 
there I found such freedom and empowerment and not just because like, oh my God, sexy, like look at my body. Like there to me, I create all my photos with Stephanie. Uh, I thought, I thought your boyfriend took all your photos because I seen them on your feed and I'm like, by the way, oh, is a tip, an unwanted tip your boyfriend's going to hate? I think you would get way more traction on your profile if you never showed your boyfriend because people want to fantasize and dream that like they have a shot with you or something. So if you just well, remove you the know, three or four boyfriend photos, I think you would get like 20% more traction probably. Do you even have boyfriend photos? Uh, he's referring to Cameron and actually we're not in a relationship. relationship but even I worse. get what you're saying. You're, you're, you're losing <laughs> for no reason at all. You're, you're not even getting the boyfriend I'm likes me more points. Which, you know what? Actually, a lot of people um, think that I am into women. And there's like half of that attraction coming in. Like I got a comment yesterday being like, I hope you, your boyfriend or girlfriend is making you happy. Like there, a lot of people think that I'm into women. Are you into you know? women? <laughs> no, I've never been with a woman. I've never, we, we've, I've never, we've never, you dodged the I've question. never gone into bed at night thinking about okay. a, a woman. woman. <laughs> like I've never been like, I've never felt that. I hear you. Yeah. It's not, I think it's statistically less probable. Sure. Like you're wired normally. That's okay. You should feel fine being wired normally. If you're wired differently, mm -hmm. you should also feel fine. Like 10% of penguins are like gay. You're going to get mad at penguins. You know what I mean? <laughs> Giraffes are gay. You're like, hey, there's gay giraffes. What are we gonna go be meeting them? No, like some people get the men's gene. The, some people get the loves men's gene. So, how does uh, being gay propagate itself when it doesn't create new offspring? It propagates itself through the sister. So, a gay guy's sister is more likely to have kids because they both have the loves men gene harder. It's an interesting theory mm. because otherwise, how would it work? Like, how does it continue to last through the ages? And it's been around forever, right? So. Yeah, un unfortunately, yeah. I just have the one gender that I get to play with. Uh, it would really make life so much easier. If you could go on Grinder instead of Tinder, way higher close rate. You're just like, yep, you're going to have five guys over here in 80 minutes. Let's go. It would be way easier, you know? But uh, And lots of disposable income, no kids to pay for. Unfortunately, yeah. I just have the expensive ones. So, like, yeah, so, so you want to build your following, right? Like, is that, like, what's your win? Just to get more followers? Or is there, like, are you trying to pivot into acting? I think I saw you taking acting classes. Yeah. Okay. Um, right now, I mean, obviously, it's, it's so fun to work with Playboy and kind of uh, go through that creative avenue right now. But I think an end goal for me is to go into the acting uh, world. I've been involved in acting since I was really young. And I... I've more so taken it seriously the past two years, and that's the direction I want to go. So doing something like Playboy, I almost didn't do it. Just Are a lot of girls able to bridge that gap? Because I feel like this feels like in L.A., everyone moves out there to become famous and then ends up in waitressing or porn because there's just not enough jobs. So mm -hmm. I, would always, I would always worry that, like, because it's so competitive, right? Like, and they always yeah. want to cast the same people in the movies. So, like, they're making a Top Gun 2. Same guys, yeah. 80 years older. You're just mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, like they just, they never want to give new talent a chance. So it just seems ultra, yeah. super duper competitive. Like it is super competitive. And then you have to eat which, while like, you're going, you have to have a job to pay for you to go attend casting calls. Like you, you need to be able to pay your rent yeah. while you're, and then if you're not in LA, you don't even get to go to the casting call. Like, so yeah. how are you going to get, accepting, how do you get acting work if you're not in LA? I don't know. I mean, a lot of things are digital now, but you do, it's an energy. You need to be here. Right. You need to be meeting people. You need to be networking. You need to go to class. Right. But like you said, like. But even if you build your social, I don't know that you'll get more 
jobs. I'm not sure they touch. Like, I'm not sure more Insta followers touches getting more acting gigs. I think it just oh, feels good to have more goal. followers. I don't, I don't think they're connected. I think, yeah. you know, me getting more followers uh, correlates to me uh, getting more money to support myself. How do you monetize? But you, there's, can you, there's like a monetize button on YouTube. It pays like $3 per thousand views. So right now I would have you made know, like a McDonald's meal. <laughs> Is, can you do that on Insta? There's no, how do you monetize Insta? No, like, I mean, sponsorships. You can monetize reels. You can monetize TikToks, but it's like, you know, it's like not a lot You're of money at all. You have yeah. ads, but a, a big thing that's like funding me right now is is the working with Playboy. Which oh, okay. Is one of the reasons I do. You, do you have an OnlyFans? Like yeah, that's kind of. I keep that private though. Do you get mad at Belle Delphine that she makes twelve million dollars a year in OnlyFans? That makes me angry. <laughs> no, I mean I don't. That's get a lot angry. of money. I'm just like, it's it's mind boggling. Um, yeah, like. I'm happy. Kind of. I'm just doing my thing. I get to create. Like I get to wake up. How do you? How do you have an OnlyFans but keep it private? Doesn't that not work? Then don't you make money? Like, don't you need people to know um, about it? Well, people do know. I don't. I never promote it. Um, it's like something still in me <laughs> where it's like I don't know if I should. Why? Uh, I hate people. money. I don't like money. What if you're already doing it? Well, like. Listen now. We it's, it's, um, it's, it's in my TikTok bio. So anytime, you know, my TikTok the pops frozen. off. Oh, I'm fine. Um, I'm just fat looking. Anytime oh, my TikTok pops off, people go straight to that bio. So like okay. it does well on itself. It's okay. a self-operating machine. It's like a humble brag. You're humble bragging in the profile area. Oh, okay. It's well, fine. So, yeah, and it's fine. The Playboy stuff I only promote on Instagram because right. there's... Um, I don't know. We I do put, I put up more production into that. Yeah, we do it very artistically too. Okay. I would be dirty with yeah. it. I'd be like, hey, everyone, just watch this video. If you like how hot I am, go check my OnlyFans. You see a lot more. Wink. You know? <laughs> we go try it. I'll try it, dude. Like, yeah, so like I, yeah, when, you, okay. Here, when you ask I'll, me about I'll relationships, I want to make sure other people get value. So I want you to come away from having a conversation with me smarter, stronger, richer, happier, you know, like... Because I got my, I shilled all my shield. I did all my bragging. We're good, right? Like, you want to get rich? I can teach you. Go click my links, <laughs> richardhart.com. It's good talking to you guys. So yeah, we well, should shout out the guy that set this up. I believe he's a hexagon. Yeah, yeah. His I, I said his name a couple times, but his name's Travis yeah. Peak. Um, he has educated. He even bought my dad um, the little treasure, like the wow. hardware wallet. That's amazing. Um, and he said he like great he job. Sends man. your interviews literally every day Epic. to keep us it. like getting educated um so yeah, yeah like he set this all up and made it come to fruition so i'm really thankful for him if you get crypto um, right you don't have to worry about getting acting right everything will be okay you'll still be rich yeah. that's how good crypto is yeah no. um okay last three questions sure. and then we can call it quits what is your favorite way to cook or eat a potato <laughs> i don't cook or eat potatoes I mean, what? Uh, Come on. I don't cook, man. Not even a French fry. I mean, yeah, like they're, I'm trying to avoid the carbs, but like, if you want to give me a loaded potato drowned in butter, sour cream and uh, cheddar and go. bacon. Yeah. That's the perfect way to eat a potato right there. But if I have to build it, <laughs> that's too much work, man. You know, restaurants, You're not a cook. I've never cooked yeah. a potato in my entire life. I don't even know how to do it. I think you boil them. I guess you can put them in foil and bake them, I guess. Yeah. We'll okay. teach you. <laughs> All okay. right. If you could be a gold medalist at any Olympic sport, summer or winter, which one would it be? 
Uh, yeah, I'm not even qualified to answer because I don't think I've either ever watched either of those things. I don't care about the Olympics, <laughs> but I guess s swimmers have the best six packs. Actually, sprinters are pretty baller looking too. Um, I'm just going to pick which one <laughs> looks better. Swimmers are usually the white dudes, uh, but they're just tall and lanky maybe a little bit. Mm. I'll be one of the slow sprinters that's in the back behind the black dudes. I'll be like one of the slower white dudes. <laughs> But they have good abs, good quads, you know, good delts for some reason. Yeah, I'd be a sprinter. Okay, and then if shit goes wrong in the that. streets, I can get out of trouble, right? Like, catch me if you can. <laughs> Drunkenly running into stop signs, like, oh, how'd you lose your head? You I ran into a stop sign. Or you see another girl on the Florida beach. Oh my gosh. Beach in the Florida. Or you see another girl on the Florida beach and you have to turn around and go running. Oh down. yeah, true. <laughs> You can run, like but you can't hide. Actually, can't even run. <laughs> okay, last God. question, which you I, can answer this how you want. I'm right. interested now. Would you rather smoke weed on the beach or smoke, or whoa, trip psychedelics in the desert? Assuming your brain isn't jumbled psychedelics. and you're fine after. If I get psychedelics oh. free, obviously. If it's free, she just gave me the yeah. free out. There's no downside. Yeah, I'll go do the trippy crap. Yeah. I'll go get bit yeah. by a scorpion. Okay. Me and Joe Rogan and this comedians out there and their, their annual patronage or pilgrimage to the, the desert. Let's go where there's nothing. Yeah, I would do that. Are you, are you afraid that with your mom's schizophrenia that any of that would... You're more likely to have it trigger you to be screwed up, yeah. Yeah, yeah usually okay, if you have... So yeah, in your 20s is when you're going to get it usually. So if you're going to get gen yeah. genetic inherited madness, it kicks in in your 20s usually. And then you're probably at a higher risk forever of getting it triggered by something crazy. So yeah, I like my brain now. I'm good with it how it is. Okay. I could just stay up so late that I laugh deliriously. We'll just use sleep deprivation as our virtual uh, narcotic. <laughs> good question though. Well, by the way, I feel Rick, bad Rick. that we didn't show like enough questions to your cohort there. Who's the film like <laughs> master, photographer master. Is there any way that we can like promote anything you're doing? Is there anything we could help? Um, I mean, I'm full-time photographer, right. Stephanie Parsley. I do interior designing. I do all of Lacey's work. Um, do, you, do you guys tell people what area of the country you're in? Because if you're doing interior design. I live, yeah, I live do. here. I live in Colorado, Arkansas, okay. and Hawaii. Well, two of those places, places are really cool. I don't know nothing about Arkansas. I know they got a lot of meth That's over fine. there. But, I, but at Colorado and Hawaii are pretty cool. Colorado is the most beautiful summertime scenery I've ever seen. All those little yellow daisies yeah, everywhere, man. Cool. Insanely beautiful. And Hawaii is pretty cool, I would cool love too. to be in Hawaii during the winter in Colorado during the spring and summer and yeah. fall. Yeah. I was in uh, Hawaii in like a helicopter, and I was like, guy, like, we got a helicopter so we'd stop so I could like film. Why do you keep moving it? And he's like, well, if we're moving and we lose the engine, I can trade this movement for lift. And so we could like get down safely. But if I stop and the engine stops, we just die. <laughs> and I was like, ah, so yeah. these helicopters, uh, you can't actually just stop. That sucks. I thought you could learn a new thing every day. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah. You get dizzy. You're like, bro, why are we doing these circles? You know, guys, I had a really great talk with you. I thought your questions were fabulous. And, uh, Maybe we do this again sometime. Maybe after Pulse Chain launches or some other big metric. I would whether love you have that. something big there's or so many something. things. There's so many things we wanted to ask you and we didn't get a chance right. to. Um, this Anytime. was our longest interview we ever had. And this was yeah. amazing. Hey, Joe Rogan <laughs> really proved that longer it. is better. Mm, He's got yeah, three hour interviews out the yin-yang, you know? Yeah. 
I really appreciate you even messaging me back and coming on here and being so vulnerable with us. Yeah. You're doing such great things. You're a great leader in this space. And, I'm and lucky we believe in what you're doing. Yeah, I'm lucky 